Shalom and welcome to Parashah's Christmas, the weekly fix for spiritual lessons taken from the Parashah. Have your coffee and let's take a look at the weekly Torah reading. This week we'll be looking at Parashah Beshalach, which runs from Exodus chapter 13 verse 17 to chapter 17 verse 16. Enjoy it and don't forget to give us your feedback on Facebook, Twitter or via our website. Just trust me, I said to my four-year-old daughter. She trembled, absolutely petrified. We were on holiday and we were in a swimming pool and I was teaching her to swim. She had her water wings on and I was holding her, but she was still petrified. Personally, I couldn't understand why she was afraid. I mean, I understood that even if I let go of her, I could still catch her again. Even if something happened to me, her water wings would hold her. And even if they broke, there were other adults in and outside the pool who could step in at any moment to save her. Why is it so hard for her to trust? I thought to myself. It's a good question. Of course, I understand that I, as an adult, have a different perspective than my daughter does. But why in general is it hard for us to trust? To trust our parents, our friends, our partner, ourselves? Parashat B'Shalach takes a look at the issue of trust. God has brought us out of Egypt in spectacular fashion and we're on our way to a new homeland. But there are a few hiccups along the way. Pharaoh realizes he's lost his entire free labor and rather hilariously forgets that God has just destroyed him and his land and takes off after the slaves to bring them back. We find ourselves with our backs to the wall, well, the sea, and our fronts towards the Egyptians. We instantly panic and wonder whether God actually does want to annihilate us after all. But God saves the day yet again by miraculously parting the sea for us and then drowning the Egyptians in it afterwards. God comes through yet again. We're finally free. But, fairly predictably, the joy doesn't last long. We've left Egypt, the enemy is destroyed, but we've got nothing to eat or drink. We once again wonder out loud if God has brought us into the desert to sadistically allow us to starve to death. It appears that even after all we've experienced with God, we still don't really know Him and therefore don't trust Him. Despite our lack of gratitude and our slander, God answers miraculously by sending special bread from heaven, what? And giving us water from a rock. You'd think that by now, we would understand that God can just do whatever He wants, including providing for us in the desert. This brings us to our question for this week. Why is it so hard to trust? Why is it hard for babies to trust that they're going to get milk to drink, when all the times before they've gotten everything that they've needed? Why was it so hard for my daughter to trust me that I wasn't going to let her drown? And why is it so hard for our people to trust an omnipotent God to provide for them? Perhaps the first assumption we could make is that trust is based on knowledge and that perhaps we find it hard to trust each other because we don't actually know each other. This may be true in some cases, but what about our people in the desert? Surely they knew God and had seen what he could do, bringing plagues on Egypt, killing their firstborn and then opening a sea for them to cross through? Yet they didn't trust him. And what about my daughter? She knew, at least theoretically, that I wouldn't allow harm to come to her and yet she still found it so hard to trust. So why don't we trust? Quite simply, we don't trust others because our focus is too much on ourselves. In the desert, we didn't even think about trusting God because we were too focused on our miserable situation. 
Instead of stopping, stepping back and thinking about life, we come to God with accusations about his care for us. If only we had thought about who he is instead of looking at our plight. Over and over again, God proved to our people that he can be trusted because not only is he able to rescue us, he wants to. Not only in the desert, but throughout our history. God has constantly been faithful to our people and provided for us. He has shown us that not only will he rescue us physically, but he also rescues us spiritually. First by sending Moses and the prophets and ultimately by sending the Messiah, Yeshua, to die on our behalf and rise from the dead so that we can be forgiven and have a new transformed life. How will we choose to react? I'm convinced that the main issue when it comes to God is not that we believe in his existence, but that we trust him. I'm also convinced that deep down everyone believes in his existence, but they choose not to trust him and instead choose to trust themselves or the lies of the evil one and choose their own path to their own destruction. Conversely, if you believe in his existence, but you can't entrust your life to him, what help is that? But if he does exist and is trustworthy, as he's proved throughout history, then it really is worth it to trust him, to trust that he's working all things together for good in your life you're willing to entrust your life to him. That he, just like a good father, will provide you with everything you need, both physically and spiritually, to fulfill your purpose here on this earth. Perhaps you feel angry at God because you feel he has, in some way, betrayed you. That couldn't be further from the truth. He loves you and longs for you to trust him just the same way that I long for my daughter to trust me in the swimming pool. Are you willing to lay aside your pride and pain and entrust your being to the one who made you and knows you? Remember, he really is trustworthy. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our Parashah Espresso. Please don't forget to subscribe to make sure you get the latest episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so please get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube or via our website at youthenfearjesus.de